Well, the chief executive of Bytes Technology Group, which was spun out of Altron uh, in 2020, um, Bytes has got its primary listing on the London Stock Exchange, a secondary listing on the JSE, so you can easily buy shares using RANDs in Bytes Technology Group. But its chief executive this week resigned with immediate effect after sparking controversy re- surrounding the trading of company shares. Now, I don't think we've got too much detail on these share trades, but in a statement yesterday, the company said Neil Murphy has uh, also notified the board today that he has made a number of trades in the company's shares that had not been disclosed to the company or the market in compliance with the person discharging managerial responsibility disclosure requirements. Uh, When you are a person who's got managerial responsibility in a listed company and you do trade shares, you do need to disclose it, not only to the board of directors, but also certainly on the case of the JSE, and I'm sure the London Stock Exchange has got a similar mechanism, on SENS, the Stock Exchange News Service. It's always an indication as to whether management feels confident in the future or pessimistic in the future or simply needs money to buy, I don't know, a university student a car or pay for the fees or whatever the case might be. We don't know exactly why these share trades happened and why there wasn't disclosure. But Jan Vermeulen's been doing his best to put together that story, the editor at My Broadband this evening. How was the chief executive of Bytes Technology bust? Do we know any detail on this one, Jan? No, no. We don't know if he was bust or if he just kind of came clean. Uh, and and uh, as a result, the, the board required his resignation. So uh, unfortunately, those details haven't been released yet. Um, yeah, the story's quite fresh, so it usually mm-hmm. takes... Uh, and sometimes we never get those details. Sometimes, you know, you just kind of go, okay, the CEO's resigned, off he goes. Um, you know, they, they do some forensic accounting, and if they see that... Because right now they say, listen, he's, he holds 2,890,218 shares, and um, that's uh, what was essentially, the, you know, the, that's what was disclosed. So last, um, you know, disclosure was, they said, on the 23rd of, of November. Um, uh, and, uh, you know, the, 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 that it's still the same since then. So the, nothing much has changed. Yeah. And that might really be the last we hear of it. Well, certainly we know that the share trades have not happened in the last three months uh, because the share holding was the same in November last year to what it is now. So this is slightly more historic. And I wonder whether... His decision to trade in shares and not disclose that he was trading in shares is either the dumbest oversight by a chief executive who should know the rules or a deliberate attempt at deception, which is equally thick considering the level of surveillance and the level of oversight that does happen within companies because, you know, there are checks and balances to make sure that executives don't trade shares without notifying the rest of shareholders because they are privy to valuable insider information and their actions can be driven by that insider information. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So maybe it turns out that, you know, it's some trust or... Uh, you know, some investment vehicle that he happens to have, you know, some, you know, distant relationship with or is invested in, uh, but doesn't actually have a say in, uh, um, you know, yeah. did, did something and it triggered some, some requirements in the UK. I don't know how strict that is on the JSE, um, but like, you know, if you're not involved with how, you know, the, you know, a, a trust or whatever makes its investment decisions and they invest something, but you happen to be invested in them, you know uh, what happened so yeah we 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 uh, unfortunately we you know it, it could be a dumb oversight but it could also be something where you know you don't even think about it twice and it you know it might be far less volume 
than, than he's moved by himself. So, for example, no, um, on the 22nd of June um, uh, last year, he disclosed a, a sale of 950,000 shares. Um, uh, you know, and, and before that, uh, there, was, there was another uh, sale uh, in 2022 of 500,000 shares. And so, uh, you know, it might be that the volumes of, are, are so low, it didn't even register. And he's like, ah, oh, it's some throwaway in, you know, retirement annuity or something. Uh, it's nothing big. No, I think that's a good explanation, Jan Vermeulen. Uh, it's speculator, and of course, but it does, if he's got a track record of disclosure, thank you, Jan, very much, editor of my broadband. He's got, a, a, he's got a track record of disclosure, so it's unlikely that it would have been an oversight or just being, you know, duplicitous or stupid. Um, I, okay, I think Jan's got a good explanation there as to what may have happened, whether we will ever find out. But it's, yeah, it's a nice, salacious tale of a South African company with operations in the UK listed their secondary listing on the JSE and the CEO the moment it got found out he quits imagine Cyril Ramaphosa would like to use that the Vermeulen defence I suppose to say well I don't have direct control over the farm or the couch or the cash in the couch therefore you can't blame me for the cash in the couch I think it was part of the argument at least